I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. Yesterday I managed to scoot out and uh, hit the range for a little bit. And I was standing there and here's a guy with one of those solvent trap kits on the front of his gun. That, that, that is stupid. I'll tell you what. Uh, I've never seen... Some of these people that do this stuff, is, it's unbelievable. The thing wasn't very quiet, by the way. Anyway, while we're on the top of homemade suppressors, let's take a moment to talk solvent trap kits. Now, that's what these pieces of shit are. Now... The idea behind the solvent trap is that you attach a container to the end of your barrel to catch solvents as you clean your weapon. This mess-saving design seems largely innocent, and when used as described, you aren't doing anything wrong. The most common solvent trap kits used to fuel filters. Now, fuel filters supposedly make suppress great suppressors. Right. Okay, so if you have a fuel filter attached to your gun with a solvent trap adapter, you can shoot a hole through and have a, a, a cheap suppressor, right? Wrong. Not really. A fuel filter really isn't a great suppressor. I hate the NFA, but violating it for Subar experience is, isn't worth the risk. So, it works-ish from a few videos I've seen of registered fuel filters, but nowhere near as well as a real can does. Now, uh, there is some time when these solvent trap kits had a degree of plausible deniability to them. These days, they've gotten just plain ridiculous. They look and act like a suppressor, and we uh, know that the ATF can get records quite effectively of who ordered what, and so playing this game is a good way to lose your gun rights. Instead of spending the money on a solvent trap, consider donating that money to the American Suppressor Association. They are trying to uh, deregulate suppressors and remove them from the NFA. Now, anything that attaches to a gun. There is no reason to attach a Glock to an AR-15 and vice versa. It's silly, and I just don't understand the fascination with it. Also doing this adds a stock to your pistol, and which means you have a tax stamp on it. The whole idea is ridiculous and silly. The need to attach a gun to a gun is one that won't go away. There are multiple companies trying to do this, and I don't understand why, and I just won't die. It's a, there is only one acceptable time in which you should attach a gun to a gun, and that's the uh, Predator-approved KAC Master Key System. Other than that, the idea is silly, and, but prevalent. There is a silly clamp that attaches a Glock to the rail of your AR-15. It turns your Glock into a foregrip that also fires bullets. FAB Defense has uh, uh, an easy, crazier device that does the same thing, but in a much more convoluted and stupid way. Uh, let's not forget the USFA Zip which had a clamp system that allowed you to attach your unreliable 22 long rifle pistol to another, which a uh, much more reliable gun. This whole idea is stupid. 
why do I need to attach to my gun another gun that is it's stupid? Why is the idea so prevalent? Well, I knew of three different ways to do it without even having to Google it. Now, the USFA Zip 22 is a semi-automatic bullpup pistol chambered in 22 long rifle, commercially introduced by the U.S. Firearms Manufacturing Company in 2013. Although given some praise for its innovative concept, affordability, and accuracy, it was widely panned as, uh, for its frequent mechanical malfunctions with failures to feed ammunition and eject spent casings being reported by a large number of shooters. The poor reliability of this gun made it a commercial failure, causing, it to, it, causing the eventual demise of the USFA Corporation in 2017. Now, the Zip-22 is a straight blowback-operated semi-automatic handgun in a bullpup configuration with a box-shaped futuristic-style polymer frame featuring two holes for the trigger in the user's middle finger and a flat butt plate on the shooter's hand rests. Um, it has a simple notch and a blade sights, and it uses a Ruger 1022 removable magazine with a 10-round wheel magazine also being uh, available to use with it. Now, the bolt of the gun has two trapezoidal bars uh, extending out the forward of the, shooting, uh, the housing along with the length of the nearly the entire barrel. Pushing these forwards uh, towards the shooter is the only way to cycle the action. This design choice is, uh, drew significant criticism because it required the shooter to place his or her hand next to the muzzle in order to chamber a new round, putting it at risk of injury from accidental or negligent discharges. The firearm was designed to act as the receiver portion of the modular weapon system, uh, which could be built up according to the shooter's needs using a wide uh, range of drop-in expansions. The uh, standard iron sights mounted on the removable plate could be swapped out for enhanced sights that glowed in the dark or a Picatinny or scope rail, which would be allowed for mounting optics. Another rail accessory allowed the Zip-22 to be uh, attached to the underside of a rifle, namely an AR, similar to an underslung shotgun designs, in order to provide additional firepower. The uh, Zip-22 could also be converted into a rifle through the addition of a carbine stock and a suppressor. Although these accessories, as well as the 22 WMR conversion kit, never made it past prototype stage. That was due to commercial failure of the weapon. The Zip-22 was first revealed to the public uh, in an attempt to, uh, an attempted viral marketing stunt when a YouTube user believed to be the, uh, the designer of the, and company CEO, Douglas Donahue, uh, uploaded a video entitled Unconventional Unidentified Firing Object, which showed, up, uh, which showed the gun in, addition at, in action at the range. After some uh, speculation about the identity of the firearm, USFA announced its plans for its production in late 2012. The development of the Zip-22 was a big risk for the U.S. Firearms Manufacturing Company, a gunmaker that had made a name for itself with its highly regarded replicas of the Colt single-action army and other historic guns. The uh, gun, although able to be sold at a real low price, required very expensive polymer molding uh, equipment to produce. 
the cost of which would require USFA to sell their single-action army production tooling. Now, the company nonetheless took this risk intending to restart production of replica guns with newly purchased tools since the Zip had turned a profit. This decision uh, proved to be the company's demise when the Zip 22 failed on the market due to the perennial reliability issues. Production of the gun stopped in 2014. USFA itself shut down in 2017, unable to return to the production of more successful products. That's interesting. I've got some other stuff I want to talk about next time. And namely, I want to talk about the PSE TAC-15. And uh, we'll talk about that again. So, until next time, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, please send me an email at uh, gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's a G-U-N-S-M, smoke, at yahoo.com. All lowercase, please. So, until next time, y'all take care. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again. Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Where the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas oh from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say